Welcome to the Farm Yarns Podcast, where we rip off the filters and get stuck into some topics. Have something you want said? Let us know by email farmyarns at farmsofice.com.au. There'll be some of these, but there'll also be some of these. We were kids and he would walk to the school bus every single day with us. He also thought that he was a dog and would eat all the dog's dog nuts. Um, And then obviously when he... G'day and welcome to this week's segment of Farm Yarns where we dive behind the audio to find out who inspires our guests, what motivates them, what they would like to debunk and also what resources they lean on to get the most out of their agri-business. So let's get down to it, Farm Yarns. And we stretched it out earlier on the week with Farms Vice Podcast with Saltbush Stretch, but we want to know the person behind the audio, the person out at Carithal, Nee Hay, well, from Carithal, wasn't it? From Gumbar, but now yeah. at Carithal. Yeah, at Carithal, there we go. And we want to know a little bit about you. So welcome to Farm Yarns. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Beautiful. So let's kick it underway. And what's your morning routine? Um, so I will go back a step. I'm very much a night owl. So I do a lot of my work at night. So I, I would say, yeah, I know. Um, Haim is definitely, my husband is definitely out the door before me. Um, so I would say like 6.37, I will get up. Not bad. I will go, uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, sometimes it pushes out a little, but um, that's kind of, you know, the general time. Um, yeah. So then I go and get my almost two-year-old Ted. He yep. is a little legend. Um, he has a cup of tea in the morning. I have a cup of very strong black coffee. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we have breakfast get ready for the day and then pretty much head straight outside. So we're definitely an outdoor family. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much, um, yeah, go hang out with the dogs, do a bit of gardening, go on the buggy, Haim, we, we can help him in any way. Um, but, yeah, nothing nothing too glamorous about my morning routine. It's just get up and get into it. Sounds quite romantic out there. <laughs> but. In 60 seconds, tell me your favourite memory memory from um from your from the farm, maybe from a- childhood or from now. Just your favourite. It used to be favorite. first childhood memory, but now we've spinned it into the favourite. Um, I don't know. I've just got this memory that always sticks up in my head. It's kind of a two part memory. Yeah. It probably I need to talk faster if it's only got 60 seconds. Um. We had a pet sheep called Woody and he would walk to the school bus every single day with us. He also thought that he was a dog and would eat all the dog's dog nuts. Um, And then obviously when he set free into the wild, whenever we'd get him in, he would stand right in the race, like so annoyingly in the way. And, you know, dad would be getting the shits and I'd be like, dad, it's Woody. Like anyway, we get the water. And so, yeah, Woody was a big part of our childhood. What did he do after he hopped on the bus? Did he walk himself home? Yeah, I guess so. Like he just, yeah, that that always, yeah, I don't know actually. Well, he was home. He was home when we got home, so I guess he walked back. <laughs> yeah, we had one like that, but it was called Tom. Uh, yeah, Tom helped us like muster the sheep into the paddock, into the pen, um, all the time as well. But yeah, for yourself, like professionally or um academically through your studies, 
or whatever. Who's been the most influential person for you? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I um, when I lived in Sydney, I um, was I went to Marcus Oldham in Geelong, did agribusiness there. Um, and then when I graduated from there, I worked under Anna Spear at Auctions Plus when she was with the team. And, uh, yeah, she was just an absolute powerhouse, an amazing woman. And she not only, like, taught me so much within the workplace, but also, like, I've taken that through into my own business and my personal life. Like, she just, and we're still friends now. She, um, yeah, we're on Insta and stuff. And, yeah, she's just, I just, she was just a great, great person. Also, as a little bit of a younger woman, like, to look up to, she was just, yeah, a great, yeah, great she, role like, model. One of the sort of first big company uh, women CEOs, right? Yep, yep, correct. And really leading the way there. So for yourself, uh, within your way of working, what is a myth you'd like to debunk? Maybe about blokes being in fitness or getting into Pilates, yoga? As in debunk it, as in like hash it out, you know? What, like, what's a myth you'd like to debunk? Like, Oh, like, a myth, yeah, okay. Get into um, uh, that you have to be able to be flexible to do yoga definitely oh if I had a dollar for every bloke that said that to me I would be a rich woman yeah can't touch my toes um yeah definitely don't have to be flexible um definitely probably the biggest myth and the one that most of the blokes say to me but um yeah I'd say that's my probably number one beautiful and for yourself what's your favorite tool in the workshop doesn't have to be in the workshop. It could be as creative as you can think of it. We've had some pretty creative ones on here. I had one before, but you can't use this one now. It was time. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's deep. I would say I would love in my workshop, toolbox workshop, I would love to have more daylight. Yeah. Yeah. I love daylight savings. I know that so many people hate it, but oh, if I had a bit more daylight, God, I could get a bit more done. <laughs> I think they have about two or three more hours in their summer. Yeah. And in the end, you get a bit bloody tired though after you're like experienced. Yeah. I, um, I, it takes me a little while to wind, like pump myself up. Um, that real transition from like in the middle, you know, into the winter time when daylight savings finishes, you know, I've got to really plan out my daylight times a lot more. Um, so than you know, what, what I had before. So yeah, daylight, that'd be, that'd be good. And also like just so good um, to be outside with the fam and with friends and stuff. Um, that social interaction as well, take the boat down to the river, you know, good, good vibes. And it's even more romantic out there. It's getting more. <laughs> I'm just trying to sell the Riverina dream. <laughs> and for yourself, how do you take time to look after yourself? Um. I commit to Monday to Friday, whatever time that looks like, 15 or 20 minutes. If it's longer, an absolute bonus. But that's the way that I look after myself and not only like physically, but that just also gives me like that little bit of time that I can put my music on, have the music in the background. And it's just my time that I can have for me. Um I feel like as a society, like we're always so on 
the phone's always ringing, someone's always calling, there's always emails to be sent, like there's always a lot going on. So I just feel like 15 or 20 minutes out of my whole day, if that keeps my cup full, I feel like that's a pretty easy way for me to, you know, spend that little bit of time to myself. And, you know, I notice when I don't do it, so I just choose not to not do it now. I just make it, it just happens because otherwise I feel shit and, you know, everything else falls apart. So I'm like, if I just commit that 15, you know, 15 minutes, it's, yeah, I'm feeling good. Beautiful. And for yourself, what would be your deepest fear? Ooh. Do people say, like, what do people say on this? Can I, yeah. Um, I can go, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, because maybe it's, yeah, I, I, I have a, yeah, like anything that if ever anything ever happened to Haim, like my husband, that's, yeah, probably not terrifying, but you just, there's accidents that happen in the ag space. So, um, yeah, we've had a few close family members and um, good mates that, yeah, have had some pretty horrific accidents. Um, so, yeah, that's probably definitely, I always, you know, just send a little message or call me or, you know, keep, connected because I just yeah it's can be scary especially when you've lost someone really close yeah absolutely I think like that one's quite common and everyone in ag knows someone that's been injured or yeah. passed away um mm. from a terrible accident no fault of anybody's out there but just like it's one of those sort of things that did happen it does happen and yeah aware of it as well uh, yeah. I hope, like, this podcast like we have a lot of health and safety episodes coming mm. up so yeah toggle and keep consistency just like the fitness um health and safety on farm needs to be just as consistent as well yeah 100 percent. yeah i think yeah and as all the technology you know advances like we just need to be keeping up with it and not getting left behind because yeah we it's a we do it every day with you know we get out of bed and we go and do it but it's yeah there's some dangerous stuff out there and i just yeah yeah. want to keep everyone nice and safe so we can all come home together as a fan <laughs> I, I try to ask these questions because especially for the blokes they haven't really been asked these questions before and it sort of pulls them up in their tracks mm-hmm. um, they probably have thought about it but like not really sort of openly discussed it especially not on like a podcast as such but I think it's a good way to sort of open up and if I hear blow Joe down the road said what his deepest fear is surely I can talk about mine yeah um, and it will subtly make those sort of intrinsic sort of thoughts um, come up and sort of come out into the open as well. Yeah, yeah. And for yourself, on a happier note, we'll get into what is your favourite productivity hack? How are you getting everything done? How do you get your recording done? Oh, well, it comes back to that daylight, you know. Um, But I, I basically am super lucky um, that we are, um, we have an amazing childcare service out where we are and they come to your farm, um, which is amazing. So we get a couple of, um, couple of farm visits per school term. So when I lock those days in, I really fire myself up, plan the day to the absolute eyeball. And, um, yeah, basically when, um, Ted is asleep or you know at daycare I just have to be really efficient with my time so when I'm with Ted I'm full-blown mum mode 
love it. We just, yeah, it's the best, the best fun. We do everything under the sun together. But when he is at daycare or when he is at the with the farm, you know, when they come out and do the farm visits, that is my time to cook in also at night time. I'm a big night owl. So when he goes to bed, give the house a bit of a shimmy and then it is into the laptop. So, um, yeah, and I think like I've learned a lot of different programs and tools like over the years of what, you know, helps me run my business more efficiently. Um, so which has been trial and error, but I've pretty much got all my programs and everything now um, that I know I've got all my templates and everything set up. So, um, yeah, and I've got a little bit of outs- I've outsourced a little bit of help now. Like I could, I can't, I can't do it all. So I had to let go of a few things to be able to, you know, show up hundred percent for the things that I'm good at and the other things that I'm maybe not so good at or don't have the time to learn, get someone else to do them. Yeah. That is a pretty good hack of delegating. When you're in a family farming sort of scenario as well, you may not have those sort of people like outsourcing workers to come on board. It's a really good way to sort of get ahead of your jobs and coming back to shimmy. You haven't heard that word in so long. Quick shimmy. I, I, um, yeah, my husband actually has a list of um out there yeah, things okay. that I say. Um, and then yeah, when we have a few beers, everyone's like, get out of the list. Like, and I'm like, oh God. Anyway, it's quite a good list, but yes, to- I come out with you. <laughs> I might have to share it with you. <laughs> and we'll round it off with a couple more. If you weren't doing what you're doing, what would M be doing? Are you back in the agribusiness corporate world? Oh Jason Speed. No. In my, I did a couple of years um, in the Northern Territory when I first finished school. They were some pretty awesome years up there. Um, but I think realistically, if I wasn't doing what I would, was doing, I would probably be helping Haim, um, you know, on the farm. But also, like, everyone goes through different stages of their life, like at the stage of life that I'm at at the moment with a little fella, you know, is... um not that easy for me to do some of the things out there that um Haim would require me to do but um yeah I I I think um being in some sort of environment in the bush with fresh air like I think a bit of fresh air is good good for the mind and the soul out with the gum leaves and yeah with the gum leaves that's it for um for this year I'm getting stuck into Farmers Book Club. I'm starting it up. It's intangible, but it will be on Instagram. Um, so we're gonna see what books we can get up there. Are you a bookworm? Do you have any book recommendations? Well, I um, so for the challenge that we're doing at the moment, I um, my personal weekly goal is to re- read ten pages of my book before I go to bed. Um, so no, I wouldn't say I'm a bookworm, but I because I stay up late doing my work, I find myself going from the computer straight to bed and I need that little bit of like wind down time that I'm not looking like at a screen. So that's really, I'm really quite enjoying that. So the book that I'm reading at the moment is called Atomic Habits, which I'm sure lots of people maybe have read, but um, yeah, I'm about halfway through and pretty liking it quite a lot so far. Taking a few leaves out of the book anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on to Farm Yarns and also the Farms Wise podcast. Great to have your insight and actually find out a little bit about Em and maybe you found out a little bit about yourself as well. Tell yeah. Us. 
<laughs> we'll have to shimmy on to something next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Farm Yarns podcast, straight from the heart. Make sure to share it with your family, your friends, your colleagues to warm up the industry and let's get going.